to your potential. Inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Hello, everyone. Hi. It is episode 27. 27. Thank you so much for going on this ride with us. We've appreciated it. Um, Today, our topic is connecting through kindness. And I just have to say, Peggy... I love our brainstorming sessions before. <laughs> Today was so uplifting. I just feel so good. Oh, good. I'm so glad. So I actually thought of this because I have been single for a really long time, and I've seen hundreds of um, online dating introductions, like profile introductions. Mm-hmm. And also I've seen, you know, I, we belong to several groups on Facebook where people introduce themselves and they always list this big thing of things they're looking for. This big, There's a big list of things they're looking for. And Peggy and I are coaches. And so we're good at picking this stuff out and maybe other people are too, but you can see kind of what's happened in the marriage based on Yes, I've seen that. Yes, based, based on, on what they say they want. What, they, what they're looking for. And, but I, I just want to say the number one thing that they always say is kindness. And yeah. I know in so many divorce situations, just things get so unkind and people lose that. Yeah. You know, people really lose that because when somebody's unkind to you, your response is usually to be yeah. unkind back. And there's a large need for, everybody's looking for kindness. So this is why we're doing kindness today. So Peggy, I know she knows the answer to this. (laughs) Do you know the difference between being nice and being kind? Oh, this is one of my favorite topics, actually. So I I found this quote online, um, nice versus kind. Um, Being nice is a result of social conditioning and expectations of how we should act. In many ways, these unofficial rules are a good thing, leading us to be polite and helping us avoid conflict generally. And, yes. You know, yet often, niceness is prioritized over true kindness, which can be damaging and destructive. So I've That's seen the, this. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. The people who are the, the pleasers, the yeah. fight, flight, freeze or appease people. These are the appeasers. Well, and people who have a personality type that's avoidant yes. where they want to avoid conflict. Yes. The nice thing is not always the kind thing. It is not. Sometimes kindness, and I think I've spoken about this before, sometimes kindness is saying something that may not be as as pleasing. pleasing to the other person, but yes. is true. Yes. Or sometimes kindness is stepping back and not helping someone when you feel like you want to help them, but they've got it, to yes, do it on their enabling. own. You're yes. enabling them. So kindness and niceness are not the same thing. Kindness is truth spoken in a gentle way that's not triggered. You know, you're not triggered yourself and other people aren't triggered. But it's also, of course, you know, all the good stuff that we... All the acts. We, all the acts are They're called acts of kindness for a reason because it's a deliberate thing. It's yeah. not just having good social skills or a pleasant personality. Right. It is deliberate goodness. Yeah. Action. Taking yes. action that's kind. Thank you for asking about that, Sharon. <laughs> well, I really, I, I really think that when people tend to be "quote unquote" nice instead of really speaking truth, it causes so many problems in relationships. Oh, it does so many problems. So, 
All right. It really sets the tone for a relationship, I think. Yeah. You know, if you're not going to, if you're not going to stand up for the truth or if you're not going to say what you feel, right. I think that does set, set a tone and it's, it's not a, usually a good relationship that it's usually ends up being a toxic one. Right. And, and if somebody's not okay with you speaking truth, then that's not that's your a red person. Flag. Yeah. That that's a red, a red flag. flag. Yes. All right. So we, um, I looked up, uh, there's a study that was done last summer about kindness and it was really, really interesting what they discovered. Um, and I'm going to read a quote from a woman who's, who's an author. She wasn't a part of the study, but she read it. And she says, we have this negativity bias when it comes to social connection. We just don't think the positive impact of our behaviors is as positive as it is. So it's Marissa Franco, um, she's a psychologist and the author of Platonic, How the Science of Attachment Can Help You Make and Keep Friends. I love it. So the neg- there's a negativity bias. So that's what they, they found in this research is that um, the, the reasons we don't reach out is because we miscalculate um, what we expect what we think is going to happen from yes, it. So we underestimate, underestimate the yes. positive impact of our kind acts. Um, it started with, uh, one of the things I read, it started with a woman who was really having a hard day. She was in the parking lot of Target and she was crying and crying because her sister-in-law had just passed away. And she, and then in the Target, in the coffee shop, there was a, a girl who was, was, also struggling with having a good day but the the woman in the car came in she got a hot hot, a coffee and the waitress just wrote a note on that was really kind something just um you know about having a, a great day or whatever and it was something that she didn't even understand what she said. I can't remember the exact quote, but she said it just made her day it didn't change the fact that she was sad from the death of her sister-in-law but it just made her day. And so the study also talks about people were um, given a scale that they, they expected what the kindness would be that they gave. So it was giving yes. out a coffee to someone. And they they rated themselves lower than the people that actually rated received, it lower yes. than the people that received. The people that received rated it higher, the impact on them, than the people that gave it, yes. thought that they would get. So right. we think it's not going to so have as big an impact. Yes. Um on, on what we're doing, but there's also reasons that we don't reach out. Um, let's go through some of those because sometimes we just don't want to be misinterpreted. You do an act of kindness and sometimes you think, well, they're going to think that they have to do something for me now. Right. Or they're going to think, or, or sometimes we think that we're, they're going to misinterpret it. Like yeah. can be the case when you're, you know, in a social oh. scene, especially with singles and it, stuff. In the singles, yes, that it, could be misinterpreted. It could be misinterpreted, and you have to from just kind of, yes. yeah, you just kind of yes. have to weigh that. But uh, uh, if you're if you're doing something for a friend of the opposite sex, make sure you use that f word, the friend word. Right? Yeah, the friend word. <laughs> I know, I know, that's that's dreaded for some people who don't want to be in the friend zone. But yes, use use the friend word. That always helps. Right. But the thing that they found in the study that is that we all overthink kindness. Yes. We overthink yes. it, and we just get this big, like you know, keep anxiety it, yeah, from it. doing yes. it. I think we overthink it because we think it's going to backfire. Yeah, and when it it's seldom, highly unlikely. It's highly unlikely that an act of kindness is going to backfire. And if it does, that's on them. That is not on you. If somebody is unappreciative of your kindness, that is totally 
on them. And what's that on you? What's really cool is that you you become the kind of person who does kind things, and yes. that becomes your part of your value and who you are and how you present. And that feels good. Oh yeah, that yes. feels really good for sure. Um, I always think about. Um, you know, who do you remember? Who do you remember that crosses your path in your life? And it's like, you always remember the kind people. You always remember the compliments. This is true. You know, somebody who tells you you have a lovely smile. Somebody can greet you at the bank and say, how's your day going? Or somebody can greet you at the bank saying, I sure appreciate your lovely smile every time you come in. Ooh. And guess what? You remember them, don't yes. you? And it's like you pull up into the bank and you remember that they said that. So kindness is really very unlikely to backfire. We need to keep that in mind, you know, if, especially like we haven't talked about this yet. When you have a prompting, can we talk about that for yes, a minute? Yes. Yes. Tell. Yes. When you have a prompting to do something. Yes. Or just when a person pops into your head, you were talking about that earlier. And I'm like, yeah. I, I think I, I ignore that most of the time. Yeah. I want to share that I was um, at Time Out for Women just a few weeks ago. And one of the, one of the women on stage shared that she'd gotten a text from someone, a friend who said, Hey, I was just thinking your head just popped your, your head, your, your name just popped into my head. And I just wanted to ask, what can I pray for you today? Yes. I mean, you know what I mean? It, it like, it like gives it, first of all, you reach out, but then it says, this is something I can do for you right now. I don't have to be with you. I don't have to get out of my house. I don't have to stop what I'm doing. I can just say a prayer for you. Yes. And so she kind of threw down the gauntlet and said, let's, let's do this. When somebody pops into your head and I thought that's great. And I, I have been doing that and it's been great. And I, um, that, so that's one way that we can reach out when somebody pops into your head, don't dismiss it. Just reach out and And say, Hey, you know, what can I pray for you today? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So um, other things that we can do, um, other, I, I wanted to give some examples of that. And then that's one of them, the texting, but I wanted to share some real life examples. Oh, for sure. So I have a friend and, um, he was at a, I was not there. He was at a family home evening party and someone, um, left early and he felt prompted to go give that person a hug and when he did that, that person started crying and really needed, needed the, the hug. hug. So following promptings is really important. Start saying yes more than no. Yes, for sure. And I know sometimes I think I can't do that or I can't say that to them, you know, and then you ignore the opportunity to make someone's day or, right. you know, lift somebody up. Well, if it feels awkward, maybe you can just say, I was just prompted to say this to you. I don't know why, but I'm going to follow that. And do you know what I mean? And so be willing to step out and do that. Um, being kind to other people reduces stress. Yes, there's so many benefits to yourself. Yes, but it reduces stress for you and for them. So I'm going to share, some of you know that I have a twin sister and she is currently battling, working through breast cancer. And she's, people don't know what's going on in other people's homes. I think we make assumptions. They've got a husband, they've got kids, whatever it is. And the reasons we, we, we stop ourselves from reaching out, oh, it would be overwhelming. I have no idea what to do to help them, whatever yes, our talk is yes. about it. And she was saying to me the other day, she lives in a remote area, <clears throat> and she's 
she is in real need of support. And she said, it would be so helpful if people, if somebody thought of her and said, hey, I have an hour. What can I do for you? Can I run an errand? Can I come to your house? Can I mop your floor? Can I throw a little laundry in? in? Can I make you some food? Just one hour or two hours, just in a moment, just, you know, and maybe, maybe that'll help you. Maybe you know someone who's struggling with health or struggling with something else. And maybe it's, you know, maybe you do have an hour, maybe you do have two hours, maybe it's not just the text. And so you can reach out because I know a lot of us would do anything we could for someone that we know is struggling. We would if we knew exactly what to do, but we stop ourselves because we think we don't know what to do. So how about moving through that and just saying, hey, I have an hour. What can I do to help you? And and don't say reach out if you need anything. So when, when Jeff had passed away, I didn't even know what I needed. And nobody had to nobody had to go through losing someone to suicide to help because people were there doing dishes that didn't need to be done. And, you know, people just showed up at the door, which was amazing because I was planning a funeral and people were watching my kids or had my kids engaged. And and you don't have to understand what someone's going through to help, but don't just say reach out if you need anything. That is the worst thing. I am the worst person to reach out if I need something. It is embarrassing. It's humiliating. But if someone's at my door, sure, exactly. come in. And that was kind of her point. It's really hard for her to reach out. And it, it's a burden to keep reaching out and trying to get people to help. And it just throws a burden back on the person who's struggling. Right. Don't do that. Don't do it. Just say, what can I do to help you today? Yeah. Yeah. Say, I've got an hour, I've got two hours, or yes. I'm going to go to the store right now. Can I pick you up anything? Yes. Just kind of lead lead out with that. So, And this will help to reduce stress, this kindness, especially if somebody's going through stressful things like an, an illness or a loss. It just lightens that load yes, so much. Yes, and you much. don't have to understand what they're going through to help them. Yeah. You know, it's like, what do I do? I don't know what to do for someone with cancer. Well, ask them. Yeah. Yeah. So... Here's a funny story <laughs> um, that I, as I was researching this online, uh, there was a story about a woman who was in, uh, worked in an office and she was going away for a vacation and one of her um, colleagues planted, hid 60 rubber chickens in her office <laughs> so that she would randomly find them different times. During the day, that the is day awesome. All back. I can think of is how big must have this office been? I know that would have been 60 chickens. rubber chickens. Yeah. But how hilarious. But but it put a smile on her face every time she found one. Oh, I'm sure. And, and that smile brings good hormones into the body. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be you know, something traditional that you might think of, but what if there was something funny, if you could make someone laugh, you know, I mean, yes. So, so think outside the box. And this is so, when we do this, I, everybody knows this, but research shows this, that it, that it heals your own heart when you're kind to others. I know sometimes when I feel really down, it's really hard to reach out and to, to think about other people. But if you can get past that hump and go out and think about someone else, it's good for your heart. It well, helps and it to takes, heal your it, heart. It takes all the focus off what you're going through to help somebody go through something. Right. You know? Yeah, right. So let's talk about how, well, we talked about how you can do this, but I want you to think about, you may be thinking, I don't have anything to offer. I hope you're not thinking oh, that. Geez, but let's no. ask some questions. Because so many of us honestly do. 
I I mean, honestly, that's a very human thing to think. I don't have anything to offer. But let's ask some questions. What skills and talents do you already have? Now, maybe you're a person that does pranks, and maybe that's part of your skill. Doing 60 60 rubber chickens would be right up your alley. Right. (laughs) You know, I have a couple of girlfriends that are are just like that. This is That is not me, but I could do it. I could think of it. so what are your skills and talents, yeah, you know? And what, and what are the needs you know of? Is somebody making a bunch of costumes for the school play that you, you sew and you can pitch in and help? Right. I mean, you know, thinking about your talents and what some of the needs are out there that you see. Yeah, is, or maybe you're good at no-brainer. finding cheap little whatever trinkets or whatever, yes. and maybe somebody dropping it off at their house with a little note might. Or you're really good at praying, just like you said, texting, you know, asking for prayer. You know, you get, you'll pray for someone. Or maybe you're a good listener or whatever it is. What are your skills and talents that you already have that you can you can reach out and well, support other contribute. people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, how can you turn that into an offering for other people? Yes. Right. So just think about those things. Um, also one of the one of, an important thing that needs to be talked about here is that I want you to think about have you ever noticed how much better you treat others when you've taken care of yourself? Yes. Like you need to be kind kind to to yourself. yourself. Like when you, when you make a mistake, when you do a misstep, don't just sit there and beat yourself up. You know, we all have a little bit of perfectionism in ourselves, We are both coaches, and people beat themselves up for having a human experience, for making normal mistakes, or making a normal misjudgment or a misstep. And it's like people beat themselves up and down. Oh, I was so dumb. I was No, you are having a human being experience. You must be kind to yourself. Yeah, the perfectionism, getting it perfect is such a big deal. And step back. And give yourself some grace. I like to yes. call it giving myself grace for being human, for having made a mistake. Give yourself some kindness and some ca- compassion because when you do that for yourself, and maybe part of that is is the way you think, which we've talked about before, is is forgiving yourself, asking for forgiveness. Maybe it's taking a hot bath because you've had a stressful day. Maybe it's it's do it, filling your cup that's now yes. uh, empty so that you can go and treat others in a kind way as well. Yeah. Because sometimes when life is stressful, we push it out instead of, you know, we get angry at others. We, we, yes. we throw whatever it is out at others. So be aware, emotional intelligence, be aware of what you need and take care of that. And that'll help you be more kind. Well, it's like pulling for, you know, pouring from the empty cup. You can't do it. If you're if if your goal is to go out and be kind to others, you certainly need to start with yourself. Yes, for sure. Sharon, you talked about making this a daily habit. Yes. Well, okay, I can't help but think of the Boy Scouts. Do a good turn daily. Yeah. And um I dated a man whose dad was I guess there's a silver beaver award. Anyways, so he would always it was he was so cute to always do that. It's like we have to put our cart away. That's our good turn daily. Or, you know, let's go pick up that fruit that just fell in the grocery store. That's our good turn daily. Anyways, but if we start making a daily habit of acts of kindness, we are going to find more. Yes. We are going to find more. And it's going to become easier and easier. And honestly, talking about healing your heart. We know that little acts of service, that produces serotonin. That does make us happy if we do forget forget about our own worries. So yes, start with the daily, just one small thing daily. Right now, it's Christmas, and I know not everybody's going to listen to this at Christmas time if you're binging 
in next summer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's such a great time. We have the light the world. I was reading through the light the world things today. There's 50 and probably 30 of them are super simple. Mm-hmm. So simple. Things just a do. phone call or a text or just the small. Or praying for someone. Yes, even whether, whether they know things. about it or not. Yes, you don't have to bake a plate of cookies every time. You don't have to make a grand gesture of kindness every single day. But there's tiny little things you can do throughout the day. And, you know, make it so that it's second nature to you. Yeah. You know, what a wonderful thing. We, um, who do you remember most? We just talked about it. The yeah. people who are the kindest to yeah. you, you know. People that have done something. Like I remember years ago, I um, had a visiting teacher when they did visiting teaching. And I didn't particularly need a meal, but she just said, Hey, I'm bringing you some food today. And I was like, okay, but I've never, ever forgotten it. Yes. You know, she didn't really visit me that much, but that one act of kindness, I've just never forgotten. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten meals, you know, and I, I've had meals before not that I didn't appreciate them, but this, she just did what she could do in that right. moment, even though I didn't, didn't seem like I had a huge need, but I just have never forgotten that. Well, I have to say, Jeff died 16 years ago, and I still remember. I still remember who brought breakfast. Somebody brought breakfast cereal and milk. Somebody brought lunch meat and different kinds of breads because I, you know, she knew I was going to have a pile of people. And people brought dinners, and I have never forgotten those people. Not ever. I can tell you exactly who brought me what and who brought me flowers and poinsettias yeah. and, and things. And so you don't forget. And it makes and it, you more open to being kind to others too. Oh, there's yes. something that just softens. There's, there's just, just this natural, us. like almost need to pay it forward. It's like, oh my gosh, that felt so good. I need to do that for somebody else. Right. And you know what? Part of the act, so we were talking about, you know, questioning like, well, maybe they don't really need it or maybe, they, maybe they're going to misinterpret this or whatever our questions are, overthinking of it. Yeah. But part of what comes with being kind is not just the act itself, but that that somebody is thinking about them. Yes, and that is that's just huge. particularly nice. It, it just well, it it's really huge is, in yes. a culture where we're so divided to connect us mm-hmm. this way, to 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 do something that's kind, not just because they might need a meal, but that it's going to make them think, "Wow, somebody's thinking, about, thinking me. about me." Yeah. So I want to just kind of move this to the social scene. Okay. For for you know like dances or a party or an activity, um, I'd like for our listeners to think about whatever activities you're doing over the next few weeks. What would it be like if you were to ask yourself before you go, help me to find someone that I can serve tonight, and it might just be a smile. It might be that you, maybe you offer someone a glass of water that's sitting on the side, or maybe you invite them to come and be with you and have a conversation with uh, yes, you. Yes, in your, in your group, somebody sitting by themselves. Yes. How would that change these activities? How would that change people's lives if each of us was thinking, what can I do? One thing I can do to serve someone else. So, and I know for me, sometimes even just a smile can be huge. Oh, Yeah you know, or a warm touch or just someone that maybe has been kind of on the periphery of, you know, my friend group comes and all of a sudden acts like they really know who I am and give me a hug or whatever, you know, and they're like, act like they want to be connected to me. It's like, oh, I didn't know that 
you know, that's kind of nice, you know. So those be the person that gives the cues for other people to be kind. Yes, I think a lot of times we wait for our leaders to give us the cues. Yeah, like you know, and to people reach that we say this is this is the need and and who's going to fill it, but you know, there's nothing that stops us from giving the cues. Right. Well, and and sometimes there are more natural leaders like in the in like in the singles world where people are always doing things and so we're taking the cues from them. What if what if you stepped in and you you yeah, started you giving, giving the, the cues. cues. Like, and I think the more people that that step up and do that, the better, you know. Oh, I the mean, we could change. We could yeah. change this. We could we could make a big difference in people's lives by doing these small things. Yes. Often, every day. Yes. You know, so think about these things. Um, Can we talk about John Gottman for a second? Because I love that he talks about small acts. Yes. And he talks about small acts between, you know, couples. Yes. John Gottman is a Gottman Institute, does incredible research on relationships. So that's what Sharon's talking about. I love Gottman. I love what they do. Yeah. But the small acts, they don't have to be grand. It just in between, talk about making better connections, you know, just in the people you know. It's great to serve people we don't know, but we need to be kind to the people we do know. Absolutely. That we do have relationships with. And if you go online, there's a huge list. It's just like the light, the world, just little small tokens that you can do um, back in my marriage, several, several, I'm like, wow, that must have been 25 years ago. Um, my husband and I, most people know, divorced and remarried. And we did really well with the second marriage until his mom got sick with cancer and died and um, his mental health plummeted. But um, I started up my car to take the kids to school or to go somewhere. And he had a little cassette tape in there back in the cassette tape days with um, a cute little song from Music Man. There were bells on the hill. And I never heard them ringing till there was (laughs) you. you. And yeah, Paul McCartney did it anyways. But I started up the car and the cassette was already in there. And that's what turned on. And it was just uh, the sweetest thing ever. You know, those are so important. Yes. Those little, little things are so important. Small things often, I think, is the way that Gottman says it. Yes. Um, but things like just knowing, just letting the other person know you're thinking about them. Yes. You know, it's like maybe you, um, or, you know, grab, grab something special that they like when you're on your way home from work or whatever as yes, a surprise. But it made me want to do something great for him because yeah. I was so, it was like, talk about being tickled pink, you know? Yeah. But I did. All of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, what can I do for him? Because that was just so cute and so touching that, you know, the reciprocal, I mean, I thought of it immediately. And, you know, through all our trouble and through everything else, I still remember that very vividly and how that made me feel, you know, I I just remember the whole situation. And so, um, yeah, I love that he talks about that, the small things often. So let's spread some cheer this Christmas season or in the, if you're listening to this in the summer, any time. Yes. But help to heal your heart and make the world a better place and be the one who gives the social cues that we live in a generous world with generous people who care about each other and yes. make a difference in your life and other people's lives. Today, make it a habit. Yes. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. 
Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and subscribe to our channel. Check out our website at datetoyourpotential.com and take our free quiz to see if you are dating to your potential. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.